sunshine, swimming pools, green grass, and great conversation. It's summertime, and this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about the good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Walking in sunshine this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 9.09, nine minutes after the hour. Final hour out for our Monday. Welcoming you in. Thank you for listening, but more importantly, we'd love to have you be part of the program. The phone lines are open. The Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline is 304-232-8255. The Frio Stack Auction Service Text Line is 304-214-1600. Those are your ways to be part of the program. We're looking at 68 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 66 at the Highlands, 66 in Elm Grove, and 66 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Partly cloudy skies throughout the day, high around 83 tomorrow, pretty much the same. A little bit warmer, maybe 87, pushing 90 tomorrow. Uh, same for Wednesday. Storms could be coming in to mix with all the rest of it on uh, Thursday. It is a 9.09. I want to do... Um, I said this earlier, I want to do it again, uh, what I call housekeeping here, just kind of clean some stuff up. Well, <laughs> we need to clean stuff up here in the studio. We will leave a stains on our brand-new board, our brand-new, beautiful, black, gorgeous countertop. That how, now, how long did that last, Howard? What, week and a half? I lost count. Yeah, I know it wasn't two weeks. Wait, so... Um, now we got this giant stain there. That's like what exactly what it is. A stain. You know, marring the countertop. I got an overflowing trash can with food in it. Bones. Bones. <laughs> Three day old rib juice. Yeah. Just overflowing. Crap everywhere. But that's not the kind of housekeeping I was talking about. <laughs> Later on. How, yeah, I want to talk about housekeeping, and that's the broadcast housekeeping. Several of you have texted, and I appreciate it, uh, and I we are aware of it, and it's a good thing. Uh, it's a bad thing today, but it's a good thing in the long run. Uh, our online stream is not operating today, has not been operating since Friday. As part of the complete redo of everything here, from our studios all the way up to our transmitter site, and the connection in between. As part of that, we're moving to a new streaming service. Uh, new equipment is being put in to make the streaming work easier and better. But in order to do that, we had to go down on our old stream, and it's still down. I don't know if I'm hoping it'll be back up today, maybe tomorrow. So I, I appreciate the text 304-214-1600. Many of you have texted me. Actually, it's interesting to me how many people were telling me they listen online. Yes. Uh, Got that Saturday also, Howard. You know, uh, just amazing how many people were telling me, hey, I listen online all the time. I knew my wife did. Uh, she actually listens sometimes with her headphones, or sometimes she uses Alexa and has Alexa just pump it all through the house while she's doing work at home while we're on the air, which is why I have to be always careful what I say. I could tell you were lazy uh, last night, the, the last uh, text you sent me. How could you tell? It said Siri sent it to me. So you didn't even send me your text. Oh. You had to, you told her what to send me, Siri Howard. Said it. Okay. <laughs> um, so housekeeping. Number one, I apologize, but it's all because we are improving our online stream and our whole streaming service. But in the meantime, in order to get it ready to install new equipment, so on, we have to be off the stream. Sorry. I appreciate your concern. We will be having that. It's not a problem. It's not a mistake. Nobody screwed up. It's intentional. We have to do it to improve things. So that's number one. Number two, and if you're listening off air and normally listened online, or if you want to tell your friends who listen online if they thought, well, I missed the show today, I have made a real effort. Now, I've only been up on this a week, so I can't guarantee I'll keep doing this, but I'm making a real effort to post the entire program online at watchdognetwork.com, hour by hour, so you can catch you know, morning show, uh, 07-10-23 today, hour number one, hour number two, hour number three, and you can listen to the entire show, then I will still pull out special segments and special interviews and put them on our podcast page. But normally before noon, normally, 
so far, for a week, I've been able to get those podcasts up. Uh, so you can listen to the whole show, which you're not, you, I never used to do that. So you can catch the whole show um, in its entirety. So that is also part of, um, of our housekeeping. And uh, again, the other part was the online stream, which we're getting fixed. Speaking of getting fixed, Why did we come in a purple car today? Well, Howard, uh, having a little van problems. You know, my, my van is, uh, it, well, it's, it's not new, Howard. It's not, it hasn't been new for a while. And uh, I'm experiencing a little, fr- Thursday I went and, and did the whole uh, oil change and all that. And it seemed like my van started running bad. So <laughs> I'm hoping it just needs a little uh, transmission fluid, Howard. But so, thanks for asking. All right. So the van's having some, some car And uh, you want me to ask Ty to use his car tomorrow no. morning? Is that, is that where you're God going with this, no. Howard? No. Are you sure? Had, we can do that. Flies in it. There was a knife in there. I don't know who that guy was. There was a knife in there. I don't ever want to go back in that car again. No. I get bites when Sheet I got home. Sheet metal in the back seat. No, it's, no, we do not want to use that car. I offered to drive this morning, but I think Bob would have preferred like the horse, a Flintstone car to me driving. Sometimes um, that bus come through Elmgrove. <laughs> Does it go that early? Can we catch the Elmgrove bus that early? Uh, anyway, um, it got me thinking, because I came across a story this weekend. Apparently, uh, so do you have a guy that does work, or do you take it to a station, or what do you do? have a guy, Howard. You have a guy. Everybody needs a guy, right? These days. Guys are hard to find these days. That's the problem. Apparently, um, dealerships, car dealerships, car repair shops, and so on, are having a real problem. The price of car repairs is going up. And I don't mean a little bit. I mean, it is going up. The um, motor vehicle repairs and maintenance last year up 13.5%. Um, the average cost... 378.18 last month. That's a 24% increase from the average bill just a year ago. So repair costs are going up dramatically. Now, some of this makes perfect sense to me. Americans keeping their vehicles longer. We're not trading in. We're not trading for newer vehicles. So we're, we're keeping our vehicles longer, which means they need more work. So that's causing the expense. The one thing I apparently I, I didn't realize is there's a lack of mechanics. Dealers are having a hard time finding mechanics. Especially for the older vehicles. And, and Howard, I'm not kidding on this. You know, we kid about the streets. We kid, look at the damage that those streets are doing. And it's not funny because, like you said, go to a mechanic, you better take 400 bucks with you, and you better keep your fingers crossed that that's all he has for you. National Automobile Dealers Association says, for new car dealerships, service and parts this past year, $137 billion for the that's a big the, number. The industry nationwide. That is a $10 billion increase from a year ago. It's a street to wheeling right there, what it did, Howard. And, and, and it is absolutely the case that uh, the, the, the streets, and again, I know the streets are getting better, are going to get repaired. It's just like our online streaming service. It's got to go through the problems to get them fixed. I'm, I'm not complaining about it today. Uh, but you're right, Bob. Uh, part of the problem that we more cars are – a, we're keeping our cars longer. B, we're riding them harder. C, if you're driving over the streets of Wheeling, you're banging and banging and booming and booming. Um, and D, uh, the uh, the cost of the repairs is going up. Everything's going up, so the cost of parts and stuff is going up. If I was a front-end alignment guy, I would be in no hurry for Wheeling to pave the streets, but <laughs> business is booming. I would think so, absolutely. But anyways, the cost of car repairs is surging as we have shortages of mechanics, and shortages of uh, of uh, many of the parts, and that's of course if you talk about an American-made car. If you have a foreign car, uh, you know, it's or a, or a, you know, my son now Tesla. My son has a Tesla, and they they do really good service. You can't get a service in West Virginia. That's that the the legislature says no. We don't want you guys here. Jason literally has to take his car up to West Alexander. And someone comes from Tesla to pick it up there because they can't come into the state. But anyways, but if you have a Tesla or if you have a foreign car, parts are even harder to get by. So it's everybody needs a guy. But the problem is there aren't guys anymore, Bob. Yeah, because, uh, again, you ha- if you have an older vehicle like I do, your guy has to be older. You know, he's, these young guys, it's all computer and they don't know about that stuff. Yeah, the, the technicians these days, they plug a computer guys don't even get dirty my guy gets the oil and grease on him he gets under the vehicle i'm gonna sound like an old guy and i don't mean it this way but 
you know, the, the young, the technicians now, they, they plug something into the computer. Well, it says your uh, whatever is wrong. You know, the flammer. That ain't is my wrong. guy, Howard. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not a guy in my mind. That's it's so. Uh, but there, but there are fewer and fewer guys. Well, they used to call them shade tree mechanics, right? There's just fewer and fewer shade tree mechanics around anymore. So, um, I hope he gets the car fixed, the van fixed. Yeah, me too. Because please, for God's if sake. you look out tomorrow and you see that Buick, <laughs> you're gonna, you're, we're gonna have problems. <laughs> I just know we are. We just, I will have to do. I, I, I'm gonna check the bus schedule this afternoon. <laughs> we might both be on the bus. Because I, I, I don't. I had bites. I had, I had like flea bites or something when we rode that one car. Holy mackerel! Not that I don't. Not that I don't appreciate your driving in the morning. <laughs> I, I absolutely really do. But holy mackerel, that car was. This car wasn't too bad. Yeah, that's car. Clay's car. Okay, that's good. I kind of miss. I've gotten kind of used to the van. It's a little bit old. I like the up, van. But you yeah, know what? It's it's kind of it's kind of kind of kind of like home now. You Keep know? your fingers crossed, Howard. Uh, it's nine nineteen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from one hundred twenty thousand to one point two million dollars. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer down time, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit OmniPerforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Don't just listen. Be part of all of our shows. Use the Frio Stack Auction Service hotline. Call or text us at 304-214-1600. The Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. Your direct connection to the watchdog. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services and equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. Save big money in your next project and get 11% off. Transform your home with a new garage door from Ideal Door at Menards. We have 9x7 and 16x7 size doors across multiple styles in stock today. Right now, a non-insulated 9x7 garage door is $349.99 after 11% off. Good through July 16th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Looking at 66 degrees pretty much across the board here in the upper Ohio Valley. Partly cloudy, high around 83 uh, during the day today. It's 922 Watchdog Morning Show, final hour out on the program. 
Uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to be talking with Tom Scateri. Among other things, uh, cluster bombs have been approved for uh, to provide to the Ukraine. That's uh, somewhat controversial, and we'll talk about that with our Pentagon correspondent and national reporter Tom Scateri. And as I mentioned right before the top of the hour, I just want to repeat this. I think this is going to be interesting. The, a lot of people still are asking, whatever happened to the Belmont County Cracker Plant? And I think, in my opinion, and I think yours too, Bob, it went the way of wild escapes. It just went the way of wild escapes. It's just, it's not going to happen. I think maybe they were trying to do the right thing, and I thought they believed they could do it 10, 12 years ago when it started, but it just, it just isn't going to happen now. I just absolutely firmly believe it's not going to happen. Um, and, and a lot of people in this area put the hopes of the future of the area on that Belmont County Cracker Plant. Now, I do not have new information about the Belmont County Cracker Plant. But tomorrow, we're going to talk to Eric Duplass, who is a um, uh, he's with the Ohio River Valley Institute. And they did a recent survey of the Cracker Plant in Manesson County, Beaver County, Pennsylvania, up there in Manesson. Uh, and took a look at all of the things that people said before the cracker plant was built about how many jobs are going to be created, how much tax money is going to come in, how much economic development is going to occur. Uh, and he took a look at all the predictions, and then he took a look at what actually happened. And you will not be stunned to learn none of the economic predictions came true. The, the tax base didn't go up. Economic development didn't occur. There, no great swath of jobs occurred. The cracker plant is built, or mostly built, and there's, the, the economic impact has been actually negative in, in Beaver County. We'll take a look at that report from the Ohio River Valley Institute tomorrow. And, Bob, later this week, I, this kind of two things we're going to do. I think be, Oh, three things we're going to do. Oh, I have to change. Oh, God, I'm glad I caught this. I just realized I have two guests scheduled at the same time again. <laughs> First, the first time was funny, Howard. I don't know how funny the second no, time will be. No, 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 no. I got here are some of the things I have coming up, but I got to figure out when they're going to come up. First of all, we're going to do a show on Dirty Dancing. Thirty-nine years ago, Dirty Dancing, an iconic movie, and uh, Susan Tabasnik is a woman who has written about it. She has uh, done several books about it, a couple of movies, a couple of videos about it. There's a new Dirty Dancing sequel coming out, so we're going to talk about Dirty Dancing. Some great music came out of that. Uh, that movie. We'll talk about that. Uh, Wheeling City Manager Bob Heron coming by later this week to talk about things going on in the friendly city. And we're going to talk with a, uh, a sports marketing uh, professor about the PGA Leave Golf Tour merger. An awful lot of people, including myself, think it was a mistake. She says, no, no, it's going to be good for everybody. So she's coming up this week to join. So that's some of what I have Coming down the road later on uh, this week here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 926, 26 after the hour. We're talking about the Bob Huggins story, and if you have uh, thoughts on it, you are welcome to text in at 304-214-1600. Off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line right now, the Huggins resignation seems easy to me, says our texter. And this is what I was saying I think a judge would do. Just use the reasonable person test. Would a reasonable person, given all the facts of Huggins' resignation, believe that he thought he was resigning? And I think the, the, the evidence is overwhelming. Did he adhere to the specific letter of that contract? I have no idea. But does the accumulation of evidence of letters, emails, words, meetings from Bob Huggins, did it clearly suggest he intended to resign? I think so. The reasonable person test. That's actually a good good phrase to use. Thank you for that off the text line at 304-214-1600. You know, talking about, you know, legal business, you know, what's the legal framework and so on. How about this? A judge in Canada says, if you ever negotiate something online, Bob, or you like on text or something, somebody says, sends you a text and says, uh, uh, listen, uh, I can... Um, Fix your car for uh, $642. Uh, I'll send you an estimate. You want to take a look at it. And you respond with the thumbs up emoji. That's it. That's a legally binding contract, according to a judge in Canada. And you would think with so much fraud out there, they'd be a lot more careful with that. I mean, gee whiz. I could, and you're very careful, Howard. You're one of the most careful people I know accepting anything 
But, gee whiz, people after trying to rip you off, I think you have to be a little bit tighter on that. Well, the judge in Canada says that uh, a thumbs-up emoji, and I assume all emojis maybe, but the thumbs-up emoji can be legally binding. Um, a buyer sent a mass text to a whole bunch of farmers trying to buy some product at a certain price. A farmer called him back. They talked it through. Then the buyer texted him a message saying, please confirm the contract. He texted back a thumbs up. He says he hadn't read the contract yet. What the thumbs up meant, gotcha, I'll take a look at that. The judge says, "Mm -mm, thumbs up. Thumbs up emojis now count as legally binding contracts in Canada. That's a little scary. I mean, you got to be careful what you do online. I mean, I use thumbs up all the time or other types of emojis. I used that one time, too. Next thing I knew, they had control of my computer, Howard. You Remember sh- that? You did. Yes, 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 you are one of the few people I know. Bless sure. <laughs> what info you want? Sure. No problem. We've discovered, uh, Mr. Person Slider, that you have uh, you have a problem with your computer. Would you like us to fix it for you? I would love for you to fix it, sir. All you need to do is give me complete access to your computer and all of the information in it. Were well, you willing to do that, sir? I am. Um, help me out, please. Here I will go. <laughs> And then didn't you get into a fight with him, didn't he? Well, I did because I realized that that sick feeling in my stomach, I realized that the tables had been turned on me and this guy was, and they held me hostage, you know, pretty much I had to pay for them to uh, to, 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 release, your to computer. release my computer. But the, the fine folks up at uh, Samsung, up at Best Buy, they figured it out. It took them about, I don't know, a couple weeks, but they broke the code and uh, they helped me out. But be careful out there. Just, just. Nobody is going to call you out of the blue and offer to fix your computer for you. Yeah, i got to figure that out. I just want you to know that. It's not going to pop up on your screen. I'm not picking on you, pal. But everybody, it's not going to pop up on your screen. Your computer is infected with virus. Please call us and we will remove. No, it's not going to happen. If you believe your computer is infected with virus, take it to a computer repair shop that you trust and you know. Again, the, the big box stores will do that. Or there are good computer repair shops around here. I think one's called Frizzy's over in Bel Air. There are people who will do this. Don't. And people fall for that. I mean, it's another scam that everybody falls for. I but, just, but, Howard, those sites that I've been browsing, I'd be shocked if I didn't get a virus. Well, yes. I mean, from, uh, you know, I, I am in my latter years. Boy, how do I say this? I don't get in too much trouble. In my later years... I've been much more careful about that. I've been much more careful about <clears throat> the things that I look at and see online, you know? And before you make me sound like too much of an idiot, I hung up on the guy twice before he said, He Mr. called you back. He called me back. He said, Don't hang up on me anymore. I'm trying to help Didn't you. Didn't he threaten to come to your house and shoot you? Well, that was, af- that was after I, you know, I think I said, I hope you are a Hindu. I think I just uh, ate a relative of yours for lunch. It was it was kind of like the oh, batter oh, back oh, and oh, forth, oh, Howard. Oh, my God. But you, I mean, you got into it. was more than just a scam. Oh, they were going to come fight. kill me. They were going to come to my house and kill me. And literally, they said they were going to come and kill you. Oh, right? yeah. Didn't mince many words there. How are we going to come and kill you? Another reason why do not answer those things that pop up on your computer screen. 9.31.29 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's see what's going on around the state. It's time for an update from Metro News. West Virginia Metro News, I'm Chris Lawrence. West Virginia homeowners who've been hard hit with the COVID pandemic are getting some more financial help. Launched following the onset of COVID-19, the West Virginia Homeowners Rescue Program that supports residents facing financial hardships during the pandemic has now implemented a new component to that program, the Homeowner Assistance Fund Emergency Home Repair. The new extension would help fund homeowner repairs such as roof repairs, heating and cooling, and plumbing and electrical system upgrades. West Virginia Housing Development Fund Executive Director Erica Bogus says it's designed to maintain the safety and livability of residents' homes and that it's a necessity which continues in the wake of COVID. But there's a huge need, I know, in the state uh, for these types of repairs that will allow people, especially our elderly population, 
to stay in their homes. The program can provide up to $10,000 in repairs to each eligible household. To learn more about eligibility and to find a licensed contractor, you can visit WVHDF.com. I'm Kat Skeldon, WVMetroNews.com. WVE officials defending claims made by former basketball coach Bob Huggins that he never resigned. Huggins' attorney sent a letter to WVU Friday requesting he be reinstated. Metro News talk line host Hoppy Kerchival lays out what Huggins is claiming. Huggins' attorney says, well, he didn't actually resign. Uh, WVU is jumping to conclusions here by suggesting he resigned based on a a text from his wife, June. You're listening to Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Marijuana laws differ in West Virginia, Maryland, and Virginia, and State Attorney General Patrick Morrissey says he supported the legalization of medical marijuana in the Mountain State. It's been open to medicinal uh, because I think that was actually being, you know, fair with a lot of the people that were in a lot of pain. Uh, recreational, I don't think that's the right course. Uh, we just have to make sure that we're not uh, creating yet another pathway in for people to get addicted. From the Metro News Anchor Desk, I'm Chris Lawrence. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. It's summertime, summertime. and the living is easy, but the conversation is always topical and lively. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. What do I do to make you want me? What have I got to do to be heard? What do I say? all over sorry seems to be the hardest work 935 25 to the hour on the watchdog morning show 66 degrees right across the board everywhere we are checking in at here in the upper ohio valley partly cloudy today high of 83 a little warmer high of 87 tomorrow um let me see if i have this right oh boy I just got done discussing how important it is to be aware of scams and when something pops up on your on your phone or on your computer that you don't know about, you don't want to answer it, how we all get scam calls and spam calls and and you know one thing I try to protect is my personal cell phone number. Let me just make sure I understand this correctly. A stranger called us, and you just gave them my cell phone number. Is that right? Yeah, I had no idea who she was, Howard. She called, and I explained that we were doing a live broadcast, and she said she wanted to talk to Howard Monroe. And I said, well, it's kind of hard to do right now. Do you want to go on the air and talk to him? She said, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. And I uh, – She gave my cell phone number. I did. I gave it right out, Howard, my, before my I – personal, private cell phone. Everybody knows my email address. That's fine. Email Radio Monroe at AOL. Everybody but me. I'd have gave that out, but I don't know that one. Radio Monroe at AOL.com. I get all kinds of spam on that too, but that's okay because I can sift through it. Right. So you gave my you get after just talking about those like thirty seconds ago, and then you just gave my you gave my phone number. She is representing a candidate. Yeah. This is a legit. Sure, it, it, well, yeah, be careful, Howard. I'm just saying, be careful. She's representing a candidate. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Did she sound like this? I didn't say anything about eating a, her kinfolk. I didn't say oh, that, Howard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, price of gas. We, I mentioned this earlier. It looks like the price of gas is going down around the upper Ohio Valley. Um Nancy and I were out on Friday and just a, a quick drive through around the valley. 
339 at Kroger's. This is Friday. This is not this morning, so things could be different. Uh, 339 at Kroger on Mount Deshano, the Wheeling Kroger store. 309 at the Kroger store in St. Clairsville. 30 cents cheaper at Kroger in St. Clairsville than Kroger in Mount Deshano. And Sam's Club, which now has their own gas station, 294. And that's uh, that's really great. But again, I'm a little confused because I think you and I both braced ourselves to for it to go the other way. You know, maybe not right. quite at four dollars, but I thought it'd be knocking at the door, Howard. I didn't think four, but I thought we'd be. I mean, again, three fifty, three sixty, three seventy is where I thought we'd be. But uh, and I don't. I only I, those are just three particular prices I took note of on Friday. Three thirty nine Kroger Mount Deshano, three oh nine Kroger in St. Clairsville. Like an hour later, I. 30 cents cheaper in St. C and 294 at Sam's Club. Now nobody was 1776, $1.77. That's the sheets from the Independence Day. Um, so I, I was curious, so I went on gasbuddy.com where you can go and get a sense of what the prices are in your area. And I asked for the top 10 cheapest prices of gas here in the upper Ohio Valley. Um, 299 in a couple of stations, the Clark station in St. Clairsville, 299. The Arco station, I don't know where this is. Um, it's on National Road in St. Clairsville, 299. Marathon in St. Clairsville, 299. So three stations in St. C are at 299. As I mentioned, Sam's Club at uh, two, two, 294. Um, Walmart, 305. Exxon, 306. These are all in St. Clairsville. All these are in St. Clairsville. Smith Oil in Moundsville, 307. Sheets. Jeez, from $1.77 to $3.09. 3 dollars is a good price. Still not too bad. It just ain't $1.77. Uh, so anyways, it looks like the price of gas and the cheapest prices, not all of these are in St. Clairsville, but the cheapest prices seem to be in St. C. I always like to go to gasbuddy.com. I do not, my wife and I fight about this, I do not try to find the cheapest price of gas. I tend to say... Now, when we drove past Sam's Club the other day and it was two fifty four, I said, "Do we need gas?" No, we don't. We just filled up. Okay. I mean, I, if, if I see a particular low price, I'll try and get to it. But I, I the idea I'm going to drive around. Oh, I think it might be cheaper. Nah, I, I fill up wherever I'm at. We we had fun with that. We played the game. But Howard, I'm going to put you on the spot here. See if your memory is better than mine. I remember one it's morning. It's probably not. I just want to say that one morning I got off at the uh, uh, the what used to be the LB's exit, the Yoga B Park exit now, and when I drove past Kroger. Was it either five ninety nine or was it four? It was five ninety nine, wasn't it? Was, it was over five, was like it? six bucks. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was very high. I remember. Yes, I remember that day very specifically. And people were. You mentioned that on the air. Several people were saying yes, five dollars. It was five dollars something, whatever right. it was. I remember because it, it, we it was during a time when the price of gas was a topic of discussion, and um, Hoppy and I were talking about it, texting about it off the air. And I texted. I said, it's, "Kroger was in Wheeling, five oh nine or ninety, whatever it was." He goes, "What? Five over over five? Yes, I remember. One day and one day. That was only. it. But one I re I remember Howard for like a two week period, we were we were conserving. We we were looking, planning out our routes and stuff, just not jumping in the car and going here and going there. And the boys were younger then; they had a lot of activities. But we were really conserving our gas for you know for a couple weeks at least. Well, when you get over four dollars a gallon, and I, I just think you have to begin to think about the. I mean, look, I, I always hate to say this because I'm at a point in life where I can afford to buy gas. But I, a lot of times in my life, it was, what have I got in my pocket? I got 18 bucks. And we were hearing the stories. People had to make a decision. Do I put gas in the car or do I put food in my belly? Uh, when Again, this was happening around the time Charlie Schlegel was here in town and had the Alpha. And uh, Charlie said that he, he could, as the price went up dramatically, $4 plus, he could see the impact on business at the Alpha. People were, you know, you got you to put gas in the car before you can have a nice meal. 20 didn't go very far. You put 20 in there, and it went up well, a little. Well, 20 still doesn't go very far. Well, unless you catch the 1776 <laughs> yeah, down the sheets. That's exactly right. Um, anyways, it looks like the. I'm, I'm not sure the philosophy here. Maybe I'll try and get uh, Pat DeHaan from Gas Buddy to come on and join us and explain this. Why are, when we should be seeing prices up, why are they going down? Um, I, there may not be a reason. I think a lot of it is local competition, you know.
that, that if one station goes down low, the others go down low. Nobody tried to meet buck seventy seven. I noticed that it was like all the stations said, "Okay, you can have, you can have all the guests. You can have all the people that need gas uh, on that day." I, I don't want to start the whole what's the price of gas where you are. But if you do want to send me a text at 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, and just let me know what the what the gas price is wherever you might be. Or call me and I'll give you Howard's cell number. That's all right. Yes, yeah, for sure. If you need my cell number, just call the studio and ask Bob. Say, I'd like to talk to Monroe at midnight tonight, so I think I will call him at midnight. And uh, could you give me his cell phone number, please? Holy mackerel. You know, uh, when I, on my voice message on my home answering machine, what I always say is um, leave a message. You can reach me at my email address. Or if you know my cell phone, feel free to call me on my cell phone. I never put my cell phone out there as an option if you don't know what it is. However, if you call the radio station, Give me a call. You, will, you, will, you will get that. It's uh, 17 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Babies come with lots of decisions. Cloth or disposable? Crib or bassinet? So when it comes to protection, go with the safest, most effective choice, vaccination. Get all the recommended vaccines for your baby by age two to protect your child against 14 serious childhood diseases. For more reasons to vaccinate, talk to your child's doctor. Go to cdc.gov vaccines or call 800-CDC-INFO. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. You want sports talk? We got the goods all night long. Tune into Sports Map Radio. Evenings and overnights on FM 98.1. Plumbers and Steelfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Tribute to Elton John today as he says he is done with touring now as of this past weekend. That's not a sudden announcement. He had said that for some time. Uh, sort of said his final goodbye on tour. Again, I'm never totally convinced that all of these uh, superstars who say they're not going to ever do it again are never going to do it again. But but we shall see. Um, he had a long and prosperous and uh, career, brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. And uh, I when, when he was here in Wheeling, you know, he jumps up and down on stage like a little poppet. You know, boom, 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 just pops. It just, you want to just jump up with him. I mean, he just, it's, there's, just, there's energy and fun in his performances. And he's got to be up there. What, he's got to be pushing 80, right? Oh, sure. I would think so. I mean, I'm 70, and he's probably, you know. Yeah, so give him his due for that also. Way to go, Elton John. You know, Ringo Starr was 83, right, So uh, last week. So, yeah, I would think, uh, I would think so. Um, it doesn't seem to me, am I missing something, and maybe I am, he, to the best of my knowledge, he's not in bad health necessarily, right? I haven't seen any discussion about that. And the other thing, you know, you think about somebody that's been in the business that long, no scandal. 
no no scandal at all you know uh in fact uh, you know he the, the, if i had to say one negative thing about elton john i would have to say dude you kind of wore that candle in the wind out a little bit you I know what just, i mean <laughs> other than that you know great job dude i was just gonna ask you ask the I, we didn't play that today did we no because he wore it out Howard. you didn't want to play it today what was uh it was uh Candle in the Wind, and he it was uh, Marilyn Monroe, then Princess Diane, and, you know, anybody else who died. Anybody was, uh, else? Got that candle right here for he, you. Howard. He made their song. So, I, I was thinking that during the last bumper music, I thought, man, we haven't played Candle in the Wind, but that was by design. Bob Slider says, yeah. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I hate that song. Been 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 too much there. Uh, 68 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 68 at the Highlands. Uh, 71 in Elm Grove. You said, uh, what do you say, 69 here? We're heating up, Howard. We're up to 69. 69 degrees here. At the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We have an overdose alert in effect in Wheeling. And I'm not, I mean, I guess I understand what it is. I was going to actually see if the police chief would come on and talk about this today. I didn't have a chance to make that request. But um, Wheeling Police Department issued a possible overdose spike alert yesterday. Uh, it is in effect for the next two to three days. Police say that when they get at least three overdoses, within a day, then their concern is that there might be something, I guess what their concern is, there might be something wrong with some of the drugs that's out there. So um, <coughs> if they get at least three overdoses in the same geographical area, they put out a uh, uh, an overdose spike alert. I don't, I don't think that it really means much to the general public, right? I mean, if you are a drug user, I think what it might maybe suggest is be careful with the drugs you're using. There could be something tainted in them. I, I don't know if I'm reading that right or not, which I guess is why, again, I thought about trying to get the chief on just to explain it to us. But uh, there is a uh, overdose spike alert uh, for the next two to three days here in the upper Ohio Valley. Uh, the police advise that Narcan is available at the Wheeling, Ohio County Health Department. I, I love this, though. And I, I understand the health department's only open these. Uh, Narcan is available. So if you have an overdose and you believe you're about to die or a friend of yours is about to die from an overdose, you can get Narcan at the Wheeling, Ohio County Health Department from 9 to 4. From 9 to 4. Let me ask you this, Bob. Now, I, I'm serious. I don't know what the life of a drug person is. I'm guessing that most drug overdoses don't occur between 9 and 4. And really, I mean, I feel for those folks. I try to be prepared. I think I'd carry a couple of those around with me. You can get them over the counter. That's, I'd, say, I'd, I'd have a spare just in case. I would, you know, just like people who have um, epilepsy carry an EpiPen with them all the time. If you are one who... Now, there are some folks who believe that we shouldn't have Narcan. You know what? That's just crazy. You collapse, that's, you, that's ah, your problem. come on. And I would tell all my friends, look, if you see me over there acting like this, you know, hit me with this. Right. You know, Absolutely. Um, but I had to laugh, and I get it. I, I get it. The health department is only open Monday through Friday, 9 to 4. So, But that's the suggestion of the police department. If you need Narcan, it's available to the health department from 9 to 4. There are other places you can get it, including over-the-counter. I do not believe... I'll be careful about this, but I remember talking to the chief. I don't believe Wheeling police carry Narcan with them. I think the fire department might or the emergency department, you know, e-cars might. I, I'm not 100% sure about that. And, and somebody can try to correct, not try to, somebody please correct me if I am wrong. But I remember talking to the chief about this on the show one time, and I got the impression that um, his officers don't carry Narcan with them. I might be wrong. Please, I want to say that again. I might be wrong. But I think that's why he's suggesting if you need Narcan, go to the health department. Again, I'm just laughing, though. I, how many overdoses really – and maybe the answer is a lot. I don't know. But how many overdoses really occur – between 9 and 4, Monday through Friday. And, Howard, this is nothing that just started. Uh, I knew a guy. Uh, he's been passed away a long, long time ago. But back in the 40s, he, uh, he was into moonshine, and he bought a batch of, of moonshine that was bad. And it killed over a dozen people, and it took away his eyesight. So stuff like this has been going on for a long, long time. They knew there was bad moonshine out there. But it didn't stop them. You yeah. know, they, they had to, to see what was out there. Well, I mean, this ties in to some extent with the uh, Bob Hawkins story and others. I mean, it, if you're an addict, uh, the potential 
side effects, the downside of whatever it is that you're that you're hearing, uh, is it doesn't make any difference because you're an addict and you're going to use whether it's the whether it's you're addicted to alcohol, you're going to use the shine, or whether you're addicted to drugs, you're going to keep on taking the drugs. Um, but that's an addiction. If you know there's a good chance that this might kill me. Or make me go blind, and I still can't fight my urge to do it. Man, that's rough, Howard. Yeah, but addiction is, I mean, that's, again, whether it's, you know, Bob Huggins and alcohol and all that stuff, or whether it is uh, your friend or my friend or family members or whatever with alcohol, or somebody you know down the street who is perpetually uh, shooting up, it's an, it's an addiction. And you want them to be... I mean, they have to be responsible for their addiction. I'm not suggesting you alibi completely away. And people who get drunk and drive have got a problem, and, and they deserve to be dealt with that way. But having said that, it is an addiction. The argument that, well, I don't know why they just don't stop. Well, they can't. They can't. It's as simple as that. All right, 7 to the hour here on the Washington Morning Show. Is that Bob Westfall? It's Mr. Westfall. Mr. Bob, sir, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm good. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was a great weekend. How about yours? Uh, fairly quiet. I don't think I did much. Didn't even go out and have any big meals. I had little meals, but no big meals. Really? Yeah. Are you feeling well? You okay? No, I, I want a big meal. <laughs> I, need, I, yeah, need, I, say. I need more. I need more. No, I don't think we went out to any, any uh, you know fancy restaurants or a big dinner. We went out. We had a Sunday lunch from Melman's. Just picked it up. Uh-huh. But, which certainly, I love Melman's, but, you know, you get a small portion and a very cheap bill, which is good. But, yeah, I didn't have any, any big, you know, no, nothing big this weekend. Nothing, nothing big at all. Huh. Wow. How, you guys did a story about the, uh, our, our so-called bridge to nowhere, the bridge between uh, Brilliant and West Virginia, I think, last week. It's still hard to pin down a date on that, right? Yeah, they're still not giving us a date. Say it's up to Charleston. Uh, we talked to Tony uh, Tony Clark had, uh, up here, the division up here, and uh, he said uh, things are progressing and things like that. The traffic lights on the West Virginia side are gone. Uh, that was uh, maintaining traffic, so they are gone. Uh, that's one more step. Uh, you know, I still see work on the Ohio side, things like that. Um, so I think uh, I think it's up to Charleston. So we're just kind of waiting on them to decide um, when's the best time to announce it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then to have the you official know. grand opening, whenever that's going to be. Yeah, I, I would think they'd probably want to do it before school started because, you know, you're going to have school yep. buses going through that intersection and at least, you know, yep. get it figured out. So, well, anyway, I, I, we're just kind of waiting to see. How long has that bridge been under under construction, or how long have we been waiting for that bridge since it was announced? I don't mean we've been waiting for it for decades, but, I mean, from the time it was announced uh, until now, it, it's been? I want to see Five years? I'd say at least five years. At least five years. Um, but I'm I'm not sure. That's why I, because I know you watch it. You watch it from your front porch. Right. So. Um, and honestly, they've been talking about a bridge, um, it, between Brilliant and Wellsburg for a hundred years. Right. Yeah, that's um, why I said I so. I know they've been talking about it forever, but when do they? How long has it been since they actually had a construction plan? Yeah, it's kind of looking right now. Okay. All right, well, four before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. What's uh, happening at the Big Seven on this Monday? All right, some things we're working on today. Uh, Larry Nasser, uh, the center of the uh, uh, Olympic uh, gymnast uh, a sexual assault case in prison in Florida. Uh, according to repeat reports, he has been stabbed several times. Uh, I'm going to follow up uh, with that with the Associated Press here in a little bit. Um, as you know, he's been serving in uh, prison. He's been uh, with Michigan State and then USA Gymnastics. Um, so he pled uh, guilty to child porn in Florida, and uh, he is now fighting for his life in that prison. Uh, so we'll have an update uh, from our stations on that. I'm sure our sister station in Columbus will have some kind of update on that. Uh, a couple of things we're working on, Wheeling Hospitals to make an announcement today, uh, receiving a grant uh, $2.2 million. Um, not a whole lot of details on that yet. Um, so we are going to wait on that. That is today uh, around uh, noonish. Uh, DK is going to be covering that today. So we'll have that. 
Uh, let's see, taking a look at um, Blood Drive. Blood Drive with the Wheeling Nailers is underway. We talked to Sheriff Kesselrick uh, with the uh, Red Cross on Friday. Um, it's not as bad as a year ago, but certainly certainly still a very bad shortage um, when it comes to uh, certain blood types. Uh, so um, you can probably still register. If not for this one, I'm sure there are more coming down the line. Uh, so we're going to talk to uh, the Red Cross, people giving about how important it is um, when it comes to the situation of giving blood. Um, taking a look at uh, the weather, uh, looks like it's going to calm down. Had some nice, uh, pretty strong rain over the weekend, uh, lightning, thunder, all that fun stuff. Um, so we're going to check on that. Uh, and then uh, sports uh, draft yesterday. Pirates picked a, a kid out of uh, LSU, uh, told this is the LSU becomes the first university to have uh, uh, number one picks in all four, four major sports. So I thought that was kind of cool. So we'll be following that up. And then the big big thing is the Huggins seeking a reinstatement. Yeah. Um, so we're working on that today. Um, I saw this break, I think, on Saturday. I had I I was um, confused a little bit. Uh, but well, anyway, join the um, club. Join the club yeah. on that one. So anyway, um, whether we resigned or didn't resign or who sent the letter or who didn't send the letter, uh, so anyway, we're going to be checking up on that. I'm sure Gold Blue Nation will be following up on that as well. Um, so those are some of the things we're working on today. Um, kind of a um, all-over-the-place Monday. All right, people can check things out on TV at noon, 5, 6, 10, 11, 5.30 is always the statewide show. And uh, you can check things out at WTRF.com, the award-winning website, or on your smartphone or tablet with Storm Tracker 7 and the uh, TV7 News app. Be sure to set them for push notifications so you know when something's happening. Bob, appreciate it as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow, guys. Thanks. All right, that's it. i got to go. i get out of here. i got to say sayonara, see you, bye-bye, farewell. Kerchival is not having them calm because Kerchival is on vacation. I'm just telling you, he is stewing in his own juices someplace because he can't talk about this Huggins thing, and he really wants to. Uh, Dave Wilson filling in for Hoppy today on Statewide Talkline. Hoppy is actually on vacation uh, for uh, at least a week, I think, maybe I think just one week. So uh, Statewide Talkline coming up next. Seth Stasky will be here after the noon news from Channel 7 at 12. And uh, the Pine Room guys will be in it, too. So lots coming up here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Um, Bob and I will be back tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. Some kind of car will pick me up, right? Check the bus schedule. Okay. All right. I guess I'll take the bus. That's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't mind the bus. You can't plan the B-L-Y Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Along the Hudson Valley, north of New York City, severe, even deadly flooding over the weekend near the U.S. Point. They're dealing with eight inches of rain in just about six hours. One woman was killed when she tried to evacuate her home. Luisa Montefiore lives nearby. It was 